0: decide to listen to this. This is Abby. I just wanted to step in here real quick and just say um, we are still very excited to release our discussion about The Conjuring. We have already had that discussion, but um, a couple weeks ago we saw that Malignant was due to release and we knew that we had to push The Conjuring back just a little bit. So this episode we are actually talking about Malignant and we are so excited. If you haven't seen it, it's available on HBO Max. I'm not sure if it's available in theaters still. I know it was for a little bit in the U.S., but uh, go take a listen to it uh, or watch it if you'd like. It's still very early for me. And yeah, just join in on the conversation today, and we will talk about The Conjuring later. Have a good day!
1: Now we're recording. (laughs)
0: Come on. And I'm going to crack open this abomination to God's name, which is Bud Light Seltzer in flavor toasted marshmallow.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. That sounds literally vile. What? Why? (laughs) Toasted marshmallow (laughs) seltzer.
0: Surprisingly, the maple pear one is the most horrendous one. The pumpkin pie I couldn't even do.
1: marshmallow marshmallows, not that bad. Are you being serious with me right now? Like, I need to know. Are you being serious? Oh, my no. God. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, well, more power to you. But mm-hmm. I'm horrified. I am, too. I am a human garbage can. No, you're not. (laughs) But you cracking that open makes me want to go get a busy. You should go get a busy. I should not with the migraine that I have had today. I should not, in fact, drink alcohol, but it sounds really good. Oh, I'm so jealous. It's different. (laughs) Not that not by the toasted marshmallow part though. Oh god. No. I will not be purchasing these ever again. (laughs)
0: Ever. <laughs> I will probably be throwing out the rest of them tomorrow <laughs> but I had nothing else to drink other than hard liquor
1: I mean totally fair like <laughs> totally fair considering all I have is water and those fizzies that I bought that Haley and I bought when we went to Trader Joe's there was like a tub full of them that were just like the singles and they were on sale so I was like <laughs> well now I need like 16 of them
0: obviously gotta do it
1: yeah, they'll last me all year. <laughs>
0: it's fine. Anyways. Um, so welcome right, to sorry. the
1: podcast. This is We're Watching. That's Abby. I'm Alexia. And today we're watching Malignant.
0: The brand new movie that came out recently. A couple
1: weeks ago. Brand new movie. Brand new movie by James Wan. Yeah. It's it's still in its HBO Max run, which is obviously how we watched it, both through my login, because that's how we do our lives. Um, yeah, so it, they only have it as a limited, a very limited release on HBO Max initially for any of those movies. So yeah, it hasn't been out very long. Um, and just, it goes without saying, massive, massive spoilers. Oh yes, we will be
0: talking... So spoilers we will be going through the entire movie itself i also want to do a, a trigger warning for domestic violence assault gore everything under the sun basically because this movie packs a serious punch in that department so if you are sensitive to that kind of content you can forward through anything yeah, honestly
1: <laughs> yeah just skim right through our commentary skim through the movies Skim through really whatever you want use your own discretion exactly
0: yeah it was interesting because um I was thinking about going to the theater to watch it but none of the theaters I in my area had it showing past last Friday what they were they like stopped showing it right after Friday and I was like this doesn't help me and it's not good why are you doing this specifically to me
1: (laughs) Okay, well, I'm trying to decide, is it Texas? Is that nobody liked the movie? Or is it that it's, like, as borderline to abortion as humanly possible? So, therefore, Texas doesn't like it. Like, a radical statement. Like, radical statement, I know, but, like, curious. This is a radical state, so understandable.
0: But, yeah, I was just, like, that's kind of weird. I am glad Mm -hmm. I didn't see it in a theater. I saw it in my living room on the floor while drinking a margarita that I got from Velvet Taco. (laughs)
1: Yes, <laughs> God, velvet so was so good.
0: The the food was abominable, and I am very sad with the quality that it was given to me. And but the margarita was top notch. So if you watch Malignant, I highly recommend getting a margarita.
1: That is deeply upsetting. See, I had a bar of chocolate, equally amazing, um, but my grandmother was also sleeping beside me. Like I I chose to watch it during an interval when she was taking her afternoon nap because that's how she does. She had a really busy day out on Friday. So um, on Saturday, she's always tired. And so she slept for like two hours in the afternoon. And while she was napping, I was watching Malignant. And it was actually freaking me out because it was like a decently dreary day. And like (laughs) I muted the TV. So she because she was sleeping and I was like, I'll watch Malignant while she's sleeping. I ended up moving upstairs, like, halfway through the movie, but, because she did wake up and was like, did I turn the TV off? I was like, no, that was me. Yeah, are grandma, this isn't for you. Don't look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, well, no, I had it on my iPad, so I had my iPad with my, like, AirPods in, watching it, but that actually made it creepier, because then any movement in the movie or in the house, I was like, ah! <laughs> like, a literal, literal screech i like jumped at one point and you know me it's like it takes a lot to scare me but it was just enough it was just mm-hmm. enough quiet
0: anyway yeah. so the synopsis i guess i malignant if we can give this movie any sort of context um do you, do you, want to you, or- you could probably do it better <laughs> than me. I'm just like, I'm still, pro- I'm honestly still processing. It's been 24 hours and my brain is still like, what did, the fuck did I just watch?
1: <laughs> oh my God, I know this is a wild ass ride and I was here for it. So um, long story, <clears throat> very, very short. Uh, we have a, we open in a, in a mental Well, not a mental hospital. A research hospital. research hospital, yeah. But they seem to specialize in some mental things. Like, that was the impression that I was getting over the course of this movie. Um, And a whole host of paranormal-seeming things are going wrong uh, based on a young boy named Gabriel. And the doctors are like, well, we got to fix this now. The exact quote being, cut out the cancer. And then we cut to... Um, A woman who is very, very pregnant, um, who is living with an abusive husband, Um, very pregnant, has had some miscarriages in the past, is really struggling. Her husband, um, essentially in the process of throwing her against a wall, unleashes some things he didn't really expect. No one really (laughs) expected. So smashes her against a wall. She suffers some head trauma. And uh, well, before we know it, he's dead. She's lost the baby. Things are flying everywhere. People are being murdered. Everyone from that research hospital um, is a target. People are dying. She's seeing them real time in like a paralytic, nearly night terror. What mm. is that? What is that? Um, sleep paralysis. Yes. Thank you. So in a somewhat sleep paralysis but she's awake it's all very upsetting Uh, we find out she's adopted and ultimately she is connected to gabriel because they are conjoined twins (laughs) and he is a demonic conjoined twin that they had mostly removed then the rest of it they had recessed back into her skull Closed her on up, but he was still living in her brain because they shared a brain. They share so, a brain
0: and a spinal column. I think they were just like, he
1: has yep. a, some control over that. <laughs> yep. So, long story short, this demon paralytic, sorry, demon parasitic twin has been sucking her life force away, including those of her unworked children causing her to commit a massive amount of murders from the people who experimented on them as children, them being, quote unquote, kind of like generalized term. (laughs) Um, And ultimately, she fights for control, gains control, and is incredibly successful in regaining her life, chaining away her literal demon. And there we have it. Did I miss anything? Uh,
0: no, I think that's it. Um, her sister helps her uncover some of the truth behind this. There's also a weird um, cop procedural happening in the midst of all this as well, which I'm still so on the fence about. But hot cop was hot. So hot cop
1: was hot. I mean, I was trying to really condense that shit down. Oh yeah. I mean, this is that is that is the most <laughs> condensed.
0: Because this movie is completely bananas bonkers. <laughs>
1: this shit movie is batshit wild, and I loved it. I was expecting nothing less from James Wan, and immediately it it like immediately it was not what I was expecting, and then it continued to take turns that I wasn't expecting, and I, I was so fucking here for it. And <laughs> I know that you were like. I don't even know how to feel. But I immediately <laughs> was like, I am on board for this mania. I am signed <laughs> up. I am all in. And it was perfection for me. Love it. Yeah. Tell I, me your thoughts. I think a lot of my thoughts
0: stem from me not being super familiar with James Wan. Like I know that he did he did the conjuring, right? Or he did some movies in the conjuring universe. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And then I also read that he did Furious 7, the seventh movie in the Fast and Furious franchise, which I think I've seen once, but I don't remember I too have much. I definitely not seen. We did an entire movie marathon last year where Ivy Siblings came into town with our friend Will, and all we did was watch every single movie in the Fast and Furious franchise, including Hops and <laughs> <Shaw>. <laughs> Okay, (laughs) I really enjoyed
1: Hobbs and Shaw. Like,
0: whatever. It was delightful. But yeah, I don't remember too much of that. And then I haven't seen Aquaman. So I don't have much history with James Wan as a director or as a storyteller. So going into this, I was expecting something serious. And then Uh, it became not serious. And I went, the fuck am I watching? And I remember the point where they started. delving into who Gabriel is as a parasitic creature and they did that pan to the back of Emily to show the little alien creature like with his claws out And I, I literally just went <laughs> I just started <laughs> laughing I was like what the actual fuck this is not serious anymore <laughs> I can't take it seriously
1: at all here's the thing like the fact that you even managed to take it seriously from the beginning like baffles me because it it got into like
0: the the seriousness of like the domestic abuse and like there was a whole bunch of weird stuff and then the cop See, i still don't like the whole tone of the cops and everything that they were involved in it really kind of took me out of it was like two different movies going on at the same time and then they merged and that epic think? fight scene at the end, I was like, okay, now we're getting into something else, Resident Evil style something. So I was like, what the hell is happening? I did not get a consistent tone throughout the whole thing, so that's why I was like, what?
1: <laughs> oh, see, I guess I don't know. Maybe again, I'm just used to horror films, so I was like, yeah, I'm here for this. It's all very consistent. I'm here. It's good. Um, some for some context, James Wan is a fucking genius A lot when of people it comes have been to horror for this
0: movie because they're like this is clearly
1: like something that he
0: wanted to do like you can tell that he just had a- yeah. so much fun with it
1: yeah so I'll get into that in a second but James Wan like Force some Context did most of the Conjuring movies all of the Insidious movies which are a- also a wild ride and great the original Saw and I think maybe Saw 2 the like good saw movies. I don't know if he's responsible for some of the not so great ones. And if he is, then you know what? More power to him. He was establishing himself in the genre, but that first one <laughs> prime. Um, he also <laughs> he is also responsible for um Dead Silence, which my sister and I love. Um You will not have seen it, A OK. No, um not at he all. also did <laughs> yeah, he also did um lights out the like full feature length version of that like terrifying creepy pasta style youtube video um oh it is also a nightmare like that video <laughs> i think christopher sent it to me in high school and i was like oh, I never sleep."
0: of course dad. he did because he loves seeing he loved seeing people in pain and torture <laughs> oh
1: my god i know um but the the youtube video was incredible or like the short story was incredible i don't know if he did that or just like adapt or just got the rights and adapted it the full length film was like not that great but i did appreciate that they tried to do it conceptually um But yeah, so he's actually responsible for some of the most prolific and well done horror films and horror series ever. Or at least in the modern era, right? Um, So when I was going into this, I was like, it's going to be shot well. But like the second, I was like, it's going to be shot well. It's going to have an interesting story. But from the very second it opened, and it was like all the cheesy acting and the the lights, like flickering. And I was like, "Oh, he controls electricity." Okay, well, I'm gonna, I'm laughing. Like I was like, "Are yes, you this are is already. Not, this laughing. Is gonna be, <laughs> yeah. I oh yeah. I was like, okay, the acting is really cheesy. And then it had like the video game music opening with like the AHS style, yeah, like, that was really intense. No, it was awesome. Like. Yeah, 100%, super intense. And I was like, this is going to be a tribute to 80s slasher, like somewhat campy, like I'm here for this ride. You have established it, thank you. Um, So when it like only got more and more wild, I was like, you're keeping with the status quo here.
0: Okay, I got you. Yeah, as a newbie who had not much uh, influence or connection to James Wan or this genre of, movies it kind of was weird (laughs) i was not prepared (laughs) for that at all i was really just like what the hell am i watching right now
1: (laughs) i'm so sorry
0: (laughs) it's it's interesting to hear like i guess when you are this deep into horror you're like yes i love this This is perfect and for me i was like what what (laughs) I literally texted you and I was like, what?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know, I'm so sorry. See, I was like so in on this whole ride. I should have prepared you. That's on me. But at the same time, I don't know. I love to go in knowing absolutely nothing or as little as I can, given how deeply entrenched I am within the genre. So I I should have given you some more context.
0: Like, um, I didn't watch any of the trailers for it. And I didn't read any synopses
1: about it. I was just like, okay, I'm in, I'm here. Yeah. In all fairness, I think the trailers were mostly teaser. So the only one I ever saw was the one of her, of the like above shot, like the, like almost looking into the dollhouse shot of her running mm. through the house. And that was all I saw, mm-hmm. which gave away literally nothing. No, no. And I did make a note about that because I was like
0: the overhead shots have been very interesting. And I I guess I've been noticing them more lately where I'm like, oh, okay, that's a cool shot that I think people are taking to advantage now.
1: It's not a new thing,
0: but it's making a comeback, I guess.
1: Well, it used to be pretty innovative, particularly in the horror genre, like Ryan Murphy and Brad Falchuk writing like lends itself well to those upside down like above head shot panoramic (laughs) style like (laughs) following the main character like film editing cinematography if you will um so it's like very heavily used in american horror story Mm
0: -hmm. but i like
1: the way that they did it in this film
0: yeah it was really cool like you said it gave it like a dollhouse looking feel which is fun
1: I feel like they did a really good job of immersing you in the experience. Like you were always looking at things from the character's perspective or you like followed their line of vision, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. kept you like in the experience as opposed to just like sitting back and observing.
0: Oh yeah. Because the, the one of the opening scenes where um, Derek, her husband is on the couch and he's like looking back and forth, the camera's literally panning with him as he's looking around and then you see the shape and the and you're like, eh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, throughout the whole thing, I was like, that, it's got long hair, so is it her the entire time? I'm like, it's probably her. How is Will it her? We stop or trying does it to get like Moody?
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, I was like, nope, I'm not trying to figure this one out. Every time I started <laughs> thinking about it too hard, I was like, stop thinking about it, enjoy the ride. This is my notes pad that I took notes on
0: as I was watching in my first question alien and then a couple of lines down I go alien (laughs) question mark (laughs) (laughs) and just like every note I'm just like trying to figure something out so I was like taking notes on the baby and the miscarriages and the time frame and I was like okay I got this I can figure
1: it out (laughs) oh my god you <laughs> I'm so glad like I love you so much but I'm so glad I watched this movie alone because that would actually have driven me up uh, the, the wall I would have oh, yeah. wanted to like reach over and- I would have <laughs> been the one sharpening my little trophy and then like hacking away <laughs> slowly at you from the side dude a <laughs> no badass there.
0: trophy though like just a freaking sword
1: awesome I know dagger yeah, like what a <laughs> unique use of weaponry I'm so here for that that was incredible.
0: It was, I don't know. Obviously, um, I'm symbolic like... Symbolic and intense. Yeah.
1: So, um, just more context for this film, because you know me. The second I was done, I was like, jump on all the things, like the reviews, <laughs> the background, whatever. So, um, Ingrid Bisou. You? I It's B-I-S-U. So, you know, I probably butchered that pronunciation horribly. James Wan's wife. Um but I wanted to use her name specifically first because she is more oh, yeah. than just James Swan's wife. She yes. is the brilliant mastermind behind this screenplay. Ah, she wrote the story. And then of course she was the adorable um, crime scene, like photographer slash Aww. forensic um, person god what is wrong with me today this migraine is burned away my brain um the point is she is fabulous and wrote this batshit wild story and she was like they just trusted us and I was like we're gonna make this totally insane and I was like I'm so here for this I love you and she was like so yeah we just started writing it and then like worked backwards and they had an actual They had an actual contortionist doing all of that. Because I remember thinking like certain parts were very CGI, but others were not. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't understand like how they're doing Gabriel. Nope. It's an actual contortionist doing everything backwards. That's crazy. (laughs) It makes sense because like you
0: said, it doesn't look like CGI. Although whenever she did bend over backwards, it (laughs) reminded me of an anime where a character does that and it's very creepy and dramatic and you're just like, oh, Jesus Christ. So (laughs) I was just like, (laughs) is this an homage to Soul Eater?
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's so funny. So um, yeah, so they did an independently financed film with Starlight Media. So they were just like, nope, we're just going to finance this. You all have a grand old time and do whatever you want. Um, But I'm trying to find, she mentioned in an interview the name of the woman the incredible incredible human who did the contortionist work okay marina mazeka um that did all of that so yep she did most of it fight scene stabbings real done backwards so like there's a little bit of CGI involved in it Mm -hmm. which you can tell like you can tell some of the CGI but I I had that was the thing I'd appreciated the most while watching it. I was like a lot of it is not CGI'd and I loved that and I was wondering how they did it and now I know it's literally this amazing crazy lady who did it all backwards (laughs) okay sorry I'm done
0: (laughs) yeah I mean she did a really good job in that fight scene where it started going it was like the matrix made a baby with Resident Evil and (laughs) it was just contortionists everywhere
1: yeah 100 no 100 percent. i mean when she's like destroying everyone in the jail cell i was like yes you beat up those people who were mean to her you get them <laughs> but
0: also I, sex workers are not should not be characterized in such a negative light all the time <laughs>
1: fair fair so i did have a note on that
0: where i was like why does it always have to be the sex workers who were being bullies
1: Totally fair. Was it the sex workers though, or were they all the, ones just the, in the
0: They implied that a lot of those women were in that
1: profession. Oh, 100%. But some of them I was like, they didn't really do anything and they're getting murdered. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, she, really Gabriel spree. just went on a killing spree because Gabriel. Be, yeah, because just he's Gabriel. the devil.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was like taking all these notes and I had like the blood and biological connection with someone. So I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Are you okay? Are you committing like sacrifices to make some sort of connection to someone? <laughs> and that was like her only need for having a baby. And then he's like feeding off of baby's life forces. So that's why she's not able to have one. So of course, that's what gets her to snap into her body experience again, where she's like, hang on, hold the fuck up. <laughs> I cannot do this.
1: Well, I think that's like the element of it, right? Like she comes back into herself because of the body horror. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's not even like, oh, Hey, I've, you know, I want to defeat the evil or whatever. It's like, you've been using my body for what you have ruined the things I love for what you will not touch my sister. I will kill you. (laughs) <laughs> I am retaking control of myself. Like this was a very intense case of body horror.
0: Oh, it was. Yeah. That was that was bananas. Although at the one other note I have or I was like a critique that I have
1: <laughs> is Yeah, let's hear it.
0: The thought that some people just never grow out of bangs because <laughs> As a child of the <laughs> 90s, I had bangs and I got I grew out of that. I decided, no, this is a lot of upkeep and they don't never look right after a while. But apparently when you get admitted to a hospital at eight years old, you just never get rid of bangs. <laughs> so it was like they were like, age up this this picture, and they did, and it was exactly her. And it's like, hmm. Mm, bangs and all. You just,
1: yeah, mm, that's it. <laughs> I mean as somebody you watched me go through my like coming into myself life Mm -hmm. crisis where I cut my hair and got bangs okay yeah like I've had bangs on and off for
0: the past 30 years and it's just like apparently this woman never ever got rid of her fringe
1: (laughs) in all fairness she updated it intensely though her hair was beautiful which was ironic because they kept I mean they kept showing it well one Mm -hmm. for I mean for a variety of reasons but like yeah you know,
0: that actress is naturally blonde so at least she looks good with the, the dark brown wig
1: it was really throwing me it took me a really long time to figure out who she was because I was like I know her I yeah. know her
0: and then you look her up and you're like oh yeah that's her because what's her name her last name is Willis and I was and then once we I found out like what movie she was in I was like oh okay I can see it
1: see I hadn't recently made people some people and made a couple of people watch tag um, mm-hmm. that movie about the adult men who like <laughs> like adult game of tag going and she's a reporter. Okay. So I, cause I was looking at her face and then I was like, Oh my God, I figured it out. But like, you know, she's been in a bunch of other things that I've seen. It was just like, that was the most recent. So that was what I correlated it with yeah. first, but yeah, no, that's yeah. fair. She is a blonde.
0: <laughs> Alexi and I both got a text from our friend, Denny, that, where he said he's watching uh, the movie You're Next so that he can listen to our episode on it. And he says, do y'all want to address the endless parade of women who look like Rashida Jones? Which I assume means <laughs> women with bangs. Because again, in
1: your Dark next- hair and bangs.
0: Dark hair and bangs. So like, is there an actual correlation between horror movie Final Girls and having bangs?
1: <laughs> Honestly, kind of. Maybe not bangs specifically, but like the mousy brown hair look they're honestly a final girl is rarely blonde they're almost exclusively brunettes and a lot of them do have bangs yeah damn
0: is it something about like the idea that women who have dark hair and bangs are more like i don't want to say quiet but yes (laughs) they tend to (laughs) be (laughs) uh, unassuming and gentle creatures and then they can unleash hellfire
1: you're hiding behind your bangs
0: Apparently, as long as you take off your glasses and you push your hair back, then you can do anything you want, apparently.
1: (laughs) I mean, so it's funny that we're having this conversation, given that one is officially spooky season. Um, So we might be releasing this out of order from some of our others, just because I texted Abby and was like. But it's spooky season, it's spooky. <laughs> and this like just came out, so I feel like we need to do it, and I feel like we need to do it soon. Um, <laughs> but like I've been watching a ton of horror films, especially this weekend, since it was pretty much rainy and dreary here most of the weekend, and then of course, with my migraine today, I was mostly just lying in bed trying not to die, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> like the Final Destination series. I mean, the last two movies are girls with brown hair. One of them does have bangs. Mm -hmm. Um, Then I was watching the Alien franchise, also a woman with dark hair, but Sigourney Weaver doesn't do bangs.
0: No, Um, she's too good for that.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, it was like the 70s and 80s, her hair is just one big mass of curls, but not like the good kind, the kind that are like the poofy mess around your head. Uh, But who cares because she's a badass. Um, exactly. <laughs> sorry. Which anyway, I mean, um it but yeah. is on
0: our list because I have not seen it.
1: I rewatched it last night for the first time in like forever because I the second one's my favorite so I like always watch that one. <laughs> um and I hadn't rewatched the first one in a long long time. But yeah, Denny's right like you're next those movies um even like Jamie Lee Curtis even though her hair is lighter
0: it's still mousy it,
1: it's still mousy like, yeah yeah because it's Damn. usually like
0: the blonde cheerleader is the first one to go because she's stereotyped as the you know the slut or the promiscuous one so of course those ones have to die first although i did like i in mean this it movie all... that the blonde sister I, I guess the bangs saved her life but she was not <laughs> as anything other than just a kind
1: helpful sister who loved her sister <laughs> I know I love when she showed up at the, at the hospital in the princess gown and like her she costume. Was like, oh this
0: I'm a party princess.
1: <laughs> and the top clearly has like
0: the biggest crush on her in that
1: moment he's like okay. <laughs> he's like okay hi you're cute and I like you. And the best was I so I was counting back because I was like all right well she was nine when her sister was born so how old is she? So like the main character is like 37 38 and her sister is like 29 like 28 29 Mm -hmm. and it was perfect because she was just the perfect millennial too like she's like i don't know i'm like gonna be supportive i might climb through a window i'm a party princess like mvd total millennial it's all good i'm i'm you know spunky but serious and Mm -hmm. i'm gonna support my sister and do what i want and like magically fall in love with this really cute detective like it's going to be great
0: It, it was really nice and i liked that her driving motion was like i just need to figure out what the fuck happened so that we can help my sister like she was it was never for any other reason she was just like yeah we need to get this fucking figured out because this is ruining our lives although that scene at the end where they say like you're my sister you've always been my sister blah 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 I was like oh my Kill god me I now know. fucking punch me in the <laughs> fucking face I don't even have a sister and I know that that would be total bullshit you and Leah would just look at each other and be like thank y'all <laughs>
1: so also that's my shirt <laughs> why are you wearing my shirt <laughs> Amount <laughs> of times I literally am like facetiming with Leah or I see a photo and I'm like that's my shirt <laughs> um, it's like actually unfriendly. I saw a TikTok
0: today <laughs> where this girl is like I was in the hospital for something and I had to text my sister because she's a nurse just to confirm that what they were doing was fine so her sister was like okay great that's fine show like show me what you're doing and so the girl took a, a selfie of her in the on the bed or stretcher or whatever and like her sister just goes, that's my shirt. <laughs> it doesn't matter <laughs> that she's in the hospital or anything. That's my no,
1: shirt. It's your shirt. And they continually take it without asking. It's <laughs> unbelievable. Uh... But yeah, that, that
0: scene <laughs> that was like,
1: no. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. That was the only thing that ruined it for me or took me out of it. I was, I was also pissed because I was like, look, mm-hmm like it had been candy and awesome, but you didn't need to say that. Like everything that had led up to it really spoke for itself. That one line of dialogue. I was like, take that the fuck out. I want none of that happening because it ruined it for me. I would in all fairness be like, I love you so much. Like, because that's the type of person that I am and you know how I feel about my sister. So yeah, I'd yes. be like, I love you. And you should never think you're not important to me because you're so <laughs> important to me and I love you. But like, you know, her I sister would never, never,
0: I feel like her sister never felt like she was unimportant in her life or not valid uh, sister. Yeah. Like they, that never came up. So it's like that line truly felt out of place where it's just like, they could have just looked at each other meaningfully for the amount of time that they spoke and then hugged
1: and we would have been fine. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, this, this, you. I will completely back you on that feeling because I felt the same way. And um, yeah, like they could have just hugged and she could have been like, you're so important to me. You know that. Or like, whatever, <laughs> you know, like it could have been just any line other than the cheesiest way that you could have possibly put it. And I was like, no,
0: clearly somebody who no. has either never had sisters or siblings <laughs> at all.
1: <laughs> well, here's the thing. Like did, did, um, did what's her face write the story? I know. Is, my next question because if she like if she just wrote the story and not the dialogue then
0: yeah whoever did the screenwriting they were like okay now say this also okay so the last three notes I have on my phone um one of the first one says okay so um the fuck bad idea bad idea (laughs) which I think is my response to Gabriel being pushed back into her skull where they were like let's just put this away real quick and then put her skull right back
1: on in what universe did they think that that was going to be fine like that's my question
0: this thing is sentient you guys have proven that it's sentient why does shoving it into her brain seem like a good idea in any universe i thought you guys were doctors <laughs>
1: <laughs> technically the research scientists <laughs> Mm-hmm. So you know she they was, haven't like, been pre- I the mean, they're technically degree. gothers, but <laughs> and then okay, um, excellence say- means nothing. No. Just saying that. Yeah, no.
0: and then uh, my second to last note says I have questions, and then my last one says my, my very last note for the entire movie says the Matrix wishes it had these fight sequences.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, a hundred percent. Oh I can't even remember what it. questions I had about it. I was just like, hang on, what? Yeah, because you texted me and it, I, because I was like, oh, what did you think? Like, how did you like it? And you just said, I have dot, dot, dot questions. Okay. I think one of the questions was,
0: I think I can answer it because I was trying to figure out how Gabriel quote unquote, was like moving through the flickering lights and shadows and that she was seeing the figure of Gabriel, but I I think I figured it out where it's like she's just having that in and out body paralysis while all this is happening. Mm -hmm. So I figured that one out.
1: Yay! (laughs) Because
0: I guess that's how (laughs) they explain everything, because even though he's like stuck in her brain, he can't use her mouth and he can't use, he can like use her hands and her limbs but he can't use her eyes nose expression or anything
1: yeah he can't he can't hide he can hijack her like neurological functions but he can't see through her eyes or speak through her mouth so he can like move the parts of the body in which he is connected to
0: mm-hmm.
1: and like parts the parts of her brain that involve processing power although from a biological standpoint and I'm gonna get <laughs> really ridiculous here like no, from a go. biological standpoint <laughs> yeah if, she, if he's able to access the same neurological pathways that in involved in movement and thought then wouldn't he be able to access the same neurological pathways that are involved with sight and smell and taste? And then I'm like, is that in fact why she can see the things and hear the things and, you know, feel like she's in the things, but she can't necessarily speak the things? So I was like, okay, fine. She can see the things, smell the things be present in the things but the one thing that they cannot do together is speak
0: yeah that I guess that, but... that's how she's able to keep her self her her entire self separate from him because yeah. I just... expected the movie to turn into like he would slowly encompass all of her body and she would be I guess the tw- the other twist would be he would lock her into the mind prism
1: yeah well that's the thing I like that's what I'm saying though they use it in such a limited capacity right they like elaborate just enough and again I know Mm -hmm. we're going really nitty gritty into a movie that is (laughs) definitely meant to be bad shit bonkers um (laughs) but you know I'm over here like "Mm, I feel like I want to know more from a biological standpoint
0: yeah Although I will say it was very nice of Gabriel to uh, put on a cake and gloves when he committed atrocities so that she wouldn't be caught with fingerprints all over the place or blood smears when she woke up. I feel like that was very decent of him to do. He might yeah, be the devil, would... as she calls him, but he, he really did his what he could to protect her identity.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they seem to have a very intense love-hate relationship. No, let me rephrase. He has a love-hate relationship with her. She doesn't even know he exists. But he has a love-hate relationship with her, right? Because, yeah, he mm. puts on gloves. But that, could, that protects him just as much as it protects her. But how, however, he does, like, he covers her face for the most part. Like, he makes it so that she is completely out of, like, out of body. Um, thinking that she's just living her damn life. And just sees it in retrospect and but then he does things like call her the dumb bitch and be like she had no idea i was nesting in her attic and you're like well it's because now we like now we know it's because you're her but still like was that really necessary the dumb bitch okay but like is she really dumb or have you hijacked her brain you're the parasite in this situation you need her more than she needs you also,
0: I want to know why it's specifically her babies that he can feed on. Like, if we're talking about, like, him being able to survive biologically in her system, then shouldn't the food that she feeds herself sustain him? Why why take her babies?
1: So I am just thinking about that, and I didn't even, I don't know if they necessarily should have said it. And again, this sister, like, you know, can say whatever the hell she wants, because she's not a doctor. She doesn't know. But it may have just been that like she was already giving most of her resources to him Uh and therefore did not have enough resources for the baby so maybe like not in an instance where he was siphoning them directly from the baby but that she didn't have enough to give a baby knowing that he was already there yeah Uh so less of like him yeah less of him siphoning directly off the child and more of a hey she's utilizing more resources to keep him alive therefore she doesn't have the resources to keep the baby alive
0: yeah that because like even though they said that she was pretty well along in her pregnancy she's still very small like that baby was very tiny in her little body so i guess yeah that makes sense where it's like when your body has to choose parasite versus parasite which parasite do you choose
1: (laughs) literally that will eventually
0: leave your body or the one that stays in your body for the rest of your life
1: oh my god would that not
0: terrify you to live forever now knowing that there is a demonic being inside of your skull it is truly the voldemort quarrel relationship we have all feared (laughs) (laughs) oh my
1: god Oh my god, that's so true! Ew! Yeah, I would hate that. No, no thanks. I'm good. I'd rather know that I was going to turn into a werewolf than, like, (laughs) know that I have a (laughs) demon living in my brain. Ugh. Jesus. Although, I will
0: say that what I did like about this movie, I did like the lighting and the colors. I thought that was a really cool aspect of it, and I liked how consistent they were with everything. Like, Mm -hmm. every time... gabriel had come out she always woke up with blood on the back of her head and you're like what the hell is she doing is that just like a open wound that she never it is she concussed or something like it, it's everything had a purpose in it which i really appreciated
1: yeah they're very thematically consistent and i Especially mean that's the mother being special. like
0: yeah i just love that you could it's their mother because she also has dark hair and bangs
1: <laughs> no i thought oh Well, her biological mother had dark hair and bangs to distinguish Mm -hmm. her from her adoptive mother who had light blonde hair, like her sister. Um, And was in a wheelchair. (laughs) And was in a wheelchair. Bless her soul.
0: Bless her soul.
1: I like that they incorporated the family, though, because, like, Mm -hmm. well, James Wan always does movies around families.
0: That's That's like
1: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You know what? You got me there. God damn it, you got me there. I like (laughs) Abby's laughing gleefully, and I am resigned to that statement. But yeah, we just need to replace every shot where Gabriel's
0: face is just replaced with Vin Diesel's face.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's funny. I like had that vision in my head. It at like before just before and as you were saying it <laughs> damn um but yes like the conjuring obviously family oriented insidious family oriented if you haven't already seen it go see it it's great well abby says no but I no. say go see it <laughs> um you know james wan films very much center on um on family um so you know take take it and take 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 of it what you will but um i felt like they did a really good job of cuz a lot of the time you're just like does no one have anyone else in their life like but they're you know obviously her sister shows up and then they like go back to talk to her mom and you know they have home videos and things and like yeah this is normal this is what like families do even though they were like kind of fucked up Mm -hmm. Um, ultimately you know it's not one of those things where you're like where are your like the teen horror films where you're like where are your parents when all this is happening or like um, you know when people just everyone in a horror film is magically single and like lives alone and has no Mm -hmm. other support system and you're like well that's not accurate (laughs) (laughs) people are like that so what the heck where are your friends and family I was actually thinking about
0: that um, over the weekend I went over did Denny and Vanessa's house and we watched Shaun of the Dead yes. yeah so much but <clears throat> I was thinking about it as I watched it I was like he definitely suffers from main character syndrome where he's the only one with parents that need saving nobody else ever gets parents or siblings that need to be saved and it's just like man it's yeah. not about
1: you <laughs> oh my gosh well um she got notification on her ipad so she's swiping it away sorry i was like muting it because it was just it was going off aggressively and i didn't know if you'd be able to hear it i've had things go anything. off like, okay perfect i've had things go off like this whole time and it's been freaking me out but also oh. graham's still watching 90 day fiance downstairs so that's pretty loud
0: i appreciate it um, ivy's playing ivy's raiding right now so
1: very nice i love it um so sorry about that um yeah no it it's so true like they did it they do a really good job they just did a really good job with this film I know that you were like I said you were like what in the what but I knew it was meant for those of us who were like yeah that's such an 80s slasher thing or like that's a 80s 90s camp thing or that's jello which is essentially like Oh, yeah, yeah. I looked that up earlier because I saw that mentioned a few times. Got it. So um, it's specifically Italian and it's because a lot of Italian thriller horror films have like that like mystery detective thing going on with all of the slasher, crime, crazy. (laughs) Um, But that's giallo. So they they just like took all of the fun things about the horror genre Combined it with obviously the brilliance and storytelling by Ingrid. And then James is uncanny eye for filmmaking. And we're just like, we're really good at horror films. Let's make a motherfucking horror film for genre fans. Let's just do it. Like the it. people who, yeah, the people who love this sort of shit will love it. And the people who don't lo- know it probably won't or like whatever, but we don't even care. It's going to be great. <laughs> Yeah. Um I, and I like respect if that. I,
0: were, I, I feel like I will like this movie when I watch it again, now that I understand what's happening in it and I'm not taking it seriously. Okay. So <laughs> if you have never watched Malignant and you're hesitant to, don't take it seriously.
1: <laughs> I just. I like never go into
0: a horror film taking it seriously is that terrible (laughs) no it's because I'm scared of everything so I have to take it seriously and I'm like this is going to terrify me I will be scared and then I was like oh it's not scary
1: I think that's the thing like when I say I love campy horror films people are like what or they're like horror films can't be funny or like whatever like what do you mean it's really funny or really good or whatever like people associate horror so much with like just pure sheer grotesquerie and fear and like gross things but I'm like no the best horror films for me are the ones where I laugh Mm
0: -hmm. at least
1: once or I'm like oh that was ridiculous this is gonna (laughs) be great um you know camp is far more prevalent in horror films than I think people realize oh yeah and that's what's fun
0: about them that's what makes it enjoyable and not scary because yeah when it when a movie would take itself too serious like like that and then it becomes not so fun it can be probably a good movie but once i started having fun with this movie that's when i was like okay (laughs) i'm not gonna be scared by this
1: at all (laughs) yeah i'm telling you every good horror film has an element where you're just like that is weird and I'm gonna laugh at that because what in the what is happening and I have felt that way with almost every single horror film I've watched um but I will I will say like um oh my god my head my thought just flew out of my head that was I saw horrifying. it
0: leave it went <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh <laughs> um I I will um, like I'll say this for the movie I really enjoyed it I think that yeah you shouldn't take it seriously but you shouldn't take any horror film seriously and in all fairness I finally remembered what my point was ha um (laughs) (laughs) sorry I found it Ha Ha! um wow uh you know real life is not all scary or all funny and like some of the scariest moments or like when you think about people who get scared but then they laugh reflexively people. <laughs> sometimes sometimes I'm one of those people if you like startle me I'll like jump but then I giggle because I'm just like nah that was a silly reaction mm-hmm. or um sometimes I cry sometimes if you've actually frightened me I I will cry but most of the time it's like oh oh <laughs> <That was just, laughs> wow okay sorry for just jumping like a crazy person um Or even, you know, like the most somber of moments, you usually break by laughing. Mm -hmm. Um, It's why there are so many jokes about laughing at funerals. And it's like, no, but like, actually.
0: It helps release the tension in your body.
1: Right. And human, humanity is like that. Humans are like that. We need some levity. Otherwise, it's too overwhelming. Yes. So. Funny horror films. I'm here for it.
0: But yes, I, I, I think I want to watch this movie again. Not anytime soon, but I, I feel like I would want to watch it again. And going into it now, I can genuinely enjoy it for what it is, which just can't be horror.
1: Yeah. And meanwhile, I loved it from like this. Like at first, I was like, I don't. I don't know, and then the lights were flickering, and I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, <'cause laughs> Oh, they, yes.
0: I feel like this movie did a good job of like getting all of the tropes in there, you know, getting under the oh, bed, yeah. the bathtub stuff, the yep. medical hospital, you know, sneaking around and abandoned whatever, the big haunt mansion. It, it was just like, it got all the good elements in there, and then it just kind of w- had fun with it.
1: Yeah. And another movie where the jump scares were not fake outs. And I, yeah, like, I so appreciate that. I'm like, if you're going to give me a jump scare, I want a jump scare that actually pans out. I want us to be jumping because there's something there. Not like, oh, it was the cat or like, no. Oh, there's nothing behind the refrigerator door. Like, no, I want you to close the door and that thing is in your face ready to Mm -hmm. murder you. Like, that is what I Mm want. Jump scares better pay off. If you're gonna did. like resort to cheap thrills, better pay off and it did. Yay. Thank you, James Wan.
0: Thank you, James Wan. And what's his wife's name again?
1: Ingrid. In- either Bijou in- or Bizou. I can't I can't it decide. Bisou? It's B-I-S-U. Well, no, but like Bijou Bisou. would would have an O in it, wouldn't it? Like if it was hey. the French. And so I'm like, Bisou? is it Bizou? Bisou. Bisou? I think it's Bisou
0: but thank you to both of these creators they gave us a really good episode i think
1: (laughs) oh my gosh sorry i like got really i really nerded out with this one my bad
0: i appreciate it (laughs) this is a place where you can be nerdy as hell and there were other people who are probably watching also nerding out
1: I know, but I feel like I, like, really took it to the next level here. I was like, let me tell you all of my thoughts, let me shout them really aggressively, and let me go on a 16-minute diet drive. As you should. Mm. Meanwhile, I'm nearly
0: almost done with this toasted marshmallow nonsense. I don't know if I'll be able to finish it. Um, I will never drink this
1: again. <laughs> I
0: regret ever opening this can. <laughs> oh my <God. laughs> I wonder wonder if I should start, like, making cocktails based on each movie that we do.
1: You absolutely could. We do love a good theme.
0: Yes. And Alexia is going to be coming back to Texas here soon to see me. So we'll we'll definitely be watching some movies together. Probably get a recording session in if we can.
1: Oh, we will. We can and we will.
0: We will. Because I've already requested that we watch our favorite uh, favorite movies.
1: <laughs> the you want to tell them?
0: <laughs> so we're going to be watching The Covenant. We may or may not do something with that.
1: <laughs> oh, we're 100% going to do something with that. Are you kidding? That's the we foundation for our friendship.
0: <laughs> it was. We were in that theater and we were like, what the fuck is happening?
1: <laughs> Abby and I barely knew each other. It was like at the very beginning of freshman year of high school. Mm -hmm. And I had just moved to North Carolina and Abby had just started at this school with me. And we like magically looked at each other one day and we're like, I'm new. I don't know where we're going. And she's like, I'm new. I don't know where we're going. Okay, let's be friends. And also, oh, you like like weird movies? Let's go see a weird movie in a dank, disgusting theater that is now torn down. (sighs) Thank God. This came
0: out, this- the covenant came out september eighth, two 2006 so that was literally like barely a month into our freshman year and we saw this movie together
1: yeah like i said like we barely knew each other we must crazy? have known each other like like two to three weeks i know. before watching going to see this movie together <laughs> what was my mom thinking just like dropping me off at the movie theater with you <laughs> it was like abby seems like a safe person here she goes <laughs> I think she was just like oh friends you made friends who look normal okay cool go do it
0: Karen's so trusting my mom was just like
1: you made a friend thank god (laughs) oh my god no not how that works but yeah Abby and I went and saw the covenant and we then proceeded to quote it for like the rest of our lives for those of you who don't know the covenant is a very 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 ridiculous teen drama that involves a bunch of male witches and has Sebastian Stan is in really his first film debut where he is the villain and they have oh my god that movie we that we movie. need to watch
0: it I'm going to uh I'm gonna die it's gonna be so good <laughs> I love that movie
1: <laughs> I'm so excited we're gonna watch that movie it's we'll do an episode a on a
0: book turned into a movie.
1: Oh yeah, hundred percent. But like, but, but it like turned into like a lifetime movie. It's that, like turned into a movie movie. It's a lifetime movie. Kind of like how uh,
0: Pretty Little Liars took itself so seriously, and it's like, oh honey, no.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you're fashionable
0: thirty yeah. somethings pretending to be sixteen somethings.
1: <laughs> the thing is, though, like for the mid two thousands, like we were really tacky. Like mm-hmm. everything was tacky. We the way so we tacky. talked our fashion yeah everything about the n- early to mid 2000s was in fact tacky and
0: we did so. uh epic fail all the time
1: oh my god epic fail or that like fml th- that wet curl that like gel <laughs> wet curl, curl look <laughs> what tank tops over long sleeve shirts like what were mm-hmm. we thinking low rise pants were still in style yeah. Do you remember I had a pair of low-rise bell-bottom jeans that had the dragon embroidered down the side? Yes. What the hell? We, we thought we were hot shit.
0: Really? Yeah. My god.
1: <laughs> so yeah, well, Alexia so will come in. into town
0: and we'll, we'll do a whole thing with the covenant. It'll
1: be good. Uh, tune, tune in next week for us, our trip down memory lane into our adolescence of doom. <laughs> just us screaming the entire time
0: Sebastian say <laughs> you sweet angel in case Crawford <laughs> I love oh it.
1: my god I oh. I love that movie I love you I love our friendship that burgeoned from that movie
0: mm-hmm. the one that started it all the one that started it all
1: in that gross ass theater where it's just us and Patrick because I forgot Patrick came with us because Patrick clearly was not the important part of this story. No.
0: <laughs> if Patrick listens yeah. to this, I doubt he ever will. <laughs> We're sorry. <about> no.
1: That. <laughs> I defriended him on Facebook after he said some like suspect things and I was like, no, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Bye. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Oh, it was the comment about how people who make minimum wage shouldn't have children. Um, Eek because you can't support i know it was so good it was was such a gross (laughs) dialogue that
0: no we're not friends anymore
1: goodbye (laughs) yeah the best is like everyone i knew from college like immediately got in the comments and were like fuck this guy like what is wrong with you like it it escalated i can like send you i remember you you you, sending me
0: that though i you sent me like screenshots and i was like what the fuck (laughs)
1: yeah it escalated really fast it it it, it took a turn. It took a dark turn, and we have not spoken since. So clearly, Abby and I's friendship was the only good thing that got out of the movie. <laughs> it's what I they mean, deserve. And Sebastian stands very lucrative career now. Yeah. So you know, fine.
0: So Here I think are. with that in mind, uh, we I think we should announce our next movie online like through Instagram or something mm, yeah so that we can
1: plan solicit feedback. <laughs> yeah so we I love how you go with planning and I say solicit feedback <laughs>
0: yeah because oh. we, we started pre-recording a whole bunch of episodes and now we're in October and we're like but but now we want to watch October things so we might just keep it uh we'll let you guys know what movie we're watching next on Instagram and Twitter and all that fun stuff.
1: Spooky season,
0: And you can find us on these sites, uh, Instagram, although we had a, an issue with the social media today. So as long as social media is <laughs> alive, <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at uh, we're watching horror. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at We Are Watching Podcast, and you can find us on Twitter at Watching underscore horror. And you can always email us with comments, questions, concerns, suggestions at We Are Watching, where W E R E watching horror. Uh, sorry, let me start over. We're watching pod
1: at gmail.com. Sweet. Yeah, and we don't use punctuation for email addresses
0: because punctuation is for losers and Apparently the algorithm doesn't like
1: it. You mean punctuations for me and just apparently me, um, but it won't let you do it in like hashtags and things, which I think is shenanigans, but like whatever.
0: <laughs> I know these poor people who type out these long-ass hashtags and they they put in one punctuation and it oh. nixes it all and it's like, well.
1: Ruins the whole thing.
0: Yep.
1: Curses. So
0: yeah, we will... Recording here soon, and tune in every Wednesday
1: for more of our very radical thoughts on horror films, <laughs> the shenanigans that are our friendship, and the very divisive thoughts we have about <laughs> whether camp is good
0: or bad, and whether you
1: should keep your bangs or not. <laughs> I'm. I, I think we're no. I think we're on the same page there. I think we're both like get rid of the bangs. But. Get rid of the bangs. Get rid of your (laughs) bangs. They're so 80s. Leave them in the 80s. (laughs)
0: Yeah. And on that note, have a good night.
1: And don't forget, we're watching.
0: Okay. I'm just going to end it there because
1: the world is terrifying. Technology is impossible.